What's up? We're back at the Hangout SOS Podcast. It's your host with the most, Tyler Valentino, a.k.a. Juice Yagami, a.k.a. The Real Chip Skylark, a.k.a. The Real Mike Lowry. Yes, sir! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I got my co-host with the most. Let him know. Ayo, ayo, ayo. Ep3, The Hangout SOS. You heard it here. Not first, but the third time. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> we're back in it. It's Joshy, it's Washi, Mr. Lone Mount Ranger. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and we got some people. We got some people. We with do us. got some people in here. We got today. some people in here. Yes, sir. So let's introduce the one on my right hand side, my right hand man himself, Deej. David Neon. Johnson. What's cracking? It's your boy David, aka Deej, aka Neon Deej. <laughs> to make it exact. You know, I don't got as many nicknames as y'all, but it's cool. <laughs> wow. It's cool. Wow, wow. I'm going to get there eventually. It's cool. That's crazy. It's they cool. also call him Mr. Bridges. They do call him Mr. Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you talking about. <laughs> and to my left, we have one of the A1 day ones. Known A1 this man one. almost my whole life. Facts. Uh, say your name, sir. Damn, what's up, boys? It's your favorite white boy on the block. It's hey. Nick, a.k.a. 20. Hey. A.k.a. 20 himself. 20. Yes, the boy Nick. And before we even get into some topics, shout out to Golden Road for the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. That's what we drinking tonight. Golden uh, Road Brewing. Yes, sir. I'm drinking that pineapple cart. I usually drink the mango. I got my boys 20 and my boys Deej on the mango cart. How y'all liking that mango cart? It's kind of smooth. I'm not even, I don't even like beer like that. Wow. It's kind of smooth. He's a child. So. He's a child. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the young, I'm the young boy. I'm the young boy. You gotta chill out. I'm the young boy. No, no, no. The 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 pineapple card's pretty cool. This is the first time I had it. It's a pineapple wheat ale with blood orange and strawberry flavoring. It's it's pretty sweet on the way down. You yes, know? yes. And get it at your local liquor store near you. Yeah, I mean, I told you guys last episode this is gonna become the alcohol podcast. So. <laughs> 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 All right. So first topic I wanted to talk about. Right. So. We have been talking about professional studios and home studios on the last episode, as you remember. Uh, You know, we've been talking about just upcoming artists and how to brand yourself and stuff. Let's also talk about producers. They are artists as well. You know, uh, the production is a big point when it comes to music. Making the beats. Seriously. So we already have two of our main producers, actually, which Deej is also an artist. Crazy. But I definitely want to get a little bit of your take when it comes to how you started uh, when it came to production. What are some tips that help you got a little bit farther in the industry, and what have you learned overall that can, uh, I guess, create your own sound over other producers? Man, honestly, I could go on and on about this topic, but the part that I love about producing is the simple fact of, really, I I get to just put out the ideas I have in my head, because it's hard, you know, going on YouTube, looking up that type beat, and looking up just different beats on BeatStars and SoundCloud and just trying to find that exact vibe that you're looking for. Right, right. So learning to produce was the biggest thing for me because it's like, all right, I know what I want. I know what I know what keys I want. I know if I want it in major, minor. I know if I want it with these progressions, these chords. You're and creating the vibe. Exactly. I'm creating my own vibe, yeah. and that's what I love about it. And also the simple fact of I had to produce because I didn't have the money to buy all these beats. Right. Facts. Yeah. Facts. 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 <laughs> Big facts. Exactly. Because you gotta remember, like, and a, it's only a lease. Exactly. It's only a lease. Exactly. You're not buying the beat. If that you, song you, blows listen, up, <laughs> what a month you got it on the on the platform. Exactly. No, sometimes listen, it you buy goes the off of streams. It goes off of streams. Off of streams. Yeah. But listen, you're you're buying the exclusive for, I mean, some of these producers on YouTube is what two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollars for nah, stems. Nah, dog. Nah, nah, nah. Exclusive, maybe a K. It a might K. be a band. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. You spending a K on insane, bro. I mean, insane. Uh, no, I mean, listen. There's a lot of super, like, super talented producers on YouTube. So, mm-hmm. like, I can understand it going that high. But like, for an upcoming artist, a K is is a, a grip of money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, a K can go into so much. A mic, a, you know, something to make your sound better. But for one beat. For a song that you're not sure might blow up, might not, you know, it's it's a lot of that money. Amount of money you can spend on marketing yourself. Exactly. I was just about to say yep. that. Investing in yourself, dead ass. Because personally, if you have your own studio set up, you're learning how to mix, you're learning how to produce, you use all that extra money that you could have spent at the studio, using that on your marketing, Instagram ads, Facebook ads, even just making flyers if you're still into that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you you put your money in different avenues. I, I was gonna say that as well. Definitely. So, did you produce on FL? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when it comes to your songs, you're recording and mixing those songs in what doll? I'm mixing. I'm mixing recording on Logic. It's just Logic. it's way easier workflow on Logic. Thanks, thanks to this guy right here. <laughs> yes, wow. sir. The Shout mentor. Because <laughs> yeah. for a while, I was like, why would I even move? Like, I like FL. I know to record on FL, but it's not about knowing how to record. It's about what's the faster workflow. Mm, and I respect okay. people to use FL. I still use it on certain artists sometimes if I have them recorded at my studio or anything. But I'll usually go to Logic. Yeah, right. Disclaimer, like we talked about uh, last episode, it doesn't matter what DAW, DAW, Digital Audio Workstation, you use, you can record a banger in it. Like Soldier Boy used FL for uh, the beginning of his career, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why uh, I told Deej to move over from FL to either Logic or Pro Tools is because I was working at the studio at the time, and Logic mimics Pro Tools in a lot of ways. And I start off on Logic when it came to mixing and recording my own vocals. Yeah, I, I'm on Logic still. And Logic's great. It's a great DAW. And I feel that Logic is structured a lot more for the art. And this is how I view a lot of the DAWs. Pro Tools is made for the engineer and the job logic is made for the artist that wants to get something down mm-hmm. wants to create something now not saying that these are you know levels or anything at the end of the day you can make a banger in any doll mm-hmm. seriously fl is structured more towards the hip-hop producer mm-hmm. you know just how the format is when it comes to the dolls and how it's structured like with fl like you know you make an audio track or anything it's not automatically routed towards your channel mm-hmm. or a channel shall i say while like logic Automatically on a channel, Pro Tools automatically on a channel, ready for you to mix it. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you what do you uh, think about Ableton? Would you throw that to a producer or an artist? producer? Producer definitely. Producer definitely. Oh, definitely. I yeah. so I feel like out of anybody here, I'm probably the only one that actually uses Ableton a little bit. Yeah, Ableton um, looked kind of scary. I mean, nah, Kenny scary. Kenny beats working. That, <laughs> Kenny beats works in that shit fast nah, as hell nah, if you watch nah, his nah, videos. Nah. Ableton is mad dope. I actually prefer to produce an Ableton. Mm-hmm. Over all the dolls. Not saying I can't produce an FL. And shout out to D. Shout out to Twenty for even taking the time out to help me learn how to produce because I want to get to a level where I can control that creative direction, like we talked about before. Mm-hmm. So Ableton, I would push it more towards that EDM artist. That's how it's structured, especially EDM. when Skrillex came in and he Skrillex started, was on Ableton. Yeah, he was part of mm-hmm. the Ableton team around Ableton Live Nine, I believe, oh, and he had. Uh, input in developing 10, and that's the one that we're all using right it's crazy now. You just said that Ableton 11 just came out. Oh, it just came out? It, it, I know it, it was coming it, out. Yeah, yeah. I had it, no idea. It, it's here. It just came out or it's coming out very soon. I heard it's a lot of crazy stuff. I think it's oh, I think shit. it's coming out soon because yeah, I did I see so. on the website, yeah. which, mm-hmm. which I'm super hyped for that. Mm-hmm. But um, now nah, Ableton, I think it's it's actually really structured well. I know it sounds weird, but 
I think that Ableton is, and I don't want to say this, but in my opinion, I think Ableton is actually a better doll to produce when it comes mm. to the creativity and the workflow, or at least for myself. Yeah. Like you, like it's made to be done in a live situ, uh, situation, right? Right. So with Ableton, like something that's super dope with Ableton is um, you can actually create multiple patterns. Let's say you're trying to create like a, a hi-hat pattern, a snare pattern, anything like that. You can make multiple patterns before you actually even consider a, a main pattern and record it. So you could make a beat and have like five different hi-hat patterns that you want to choose from. And then whichever one you want to like uh, end off with, you can pick it. And it's easier to switch between those uh, patterns instead of just making it an entire new track or something for it. Right. So, like, because FL has patterns, but you you can't switch between the patterns as easily. You mean, right, you gotta, right. Like, yeah, delete, you got to delete the uh, patterns in the track and then put in a new pattern and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yes. But yeah. my biggest thing about FL is just that channel rack, man. The channel rack. That is channel amazing. rack just it hits so smoothly. Exactly. Like I can pull in any sound. Yep. I can I can literally put in my eight oh eight pattern. If I don't like the sound of that eight oh eight with the beat, I just drag in a new eight oh eight. Retune it and boom. Like but you know what's it, you dope know what I mean? in Ableton? Let's say I have a sample, right? And let's say it had the uh beats per minute BPM mm-hmm. at like one twenty, but I wanted my beat at ninety. I automatically drag my sample into the audio track, and it automatically stretches out to the BPM I had for my project. That is pretty dope. I was just the, about to say, the like, automatic, that's, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sampling, I mean, on, sampling on Ableton, as much as I love FL, sampling on Ableton is way easier mm-hmm. yeah. because on FL, you have to detect the, the BPM, try to find the right pitch and everything. You mm-hmm. put the sample right on Ableton, it gives you the exact everything. Right. Without, it, well, it doesn't even have to be embedded into the audio. Right. And usually... Um, on FL, you know, I'm sampling with with Edison, with uh, you know the plugins that already come with FL, but I I see a lot of people using Serato Sampler, which is a plugin for FL, mm-hmm. and you know other dolls. But yeah. um, it's crazy because Ableton already has shit like that exactly. built in. Like it's it's the software is already in there, which is the software that Serato Sampler I think is based off of. And we're not even talking about the push too by Ableton. Yeah, we didn't even yeah, we didn't even bring that into the conversation. I, I wasn't even thinking exactly. about that. <laughs> also, we'll say this: we're talking about Ableton and FL. Logic's not far behind either because the way Logic works, they have yeah. they have low key the best, um, the, the best update. Yeah, yeah, new, yeah, new update the is new, crazy. The new update has a sampler that's just like Serato. Sampler. Exactly, it's just like Serato sampler, and mm-hmm. also like the stock sounds are also great. Like mm-hmm. I want I want producers out there to realize that using stock sounds. You know, like obviously Omnisphere, Nexus, different VSTs like that are amazing. Yeah. But learning how to make melodies with stock sounds, stock plugins is going to be your gateway into making great beats. Because if you can't make melodies off of stock sounds, then again, Omnisphere and all that stuff is cool. If you got like five hundred dollars worth of sounds, but if you can't make melodies off of regular sounds, then what's it's the point the, of yeah, money? The money. Like, now, one thing I'm going right. to say is we're getting really technical. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, but at the end of the day. I always want to uh, speak towards uh, the average everyday listener. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. seriously, seriously. Yeah. So those that don't know what we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. So I'll let you explain under- it. Yeah. So we understand the technicalities, right, of ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, because we we're in the shit. We know it. Right. 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 You know, we now, look this shit up. for a everyday Joe that wants to start producing, right? Mm-hmm. I need a starter kit. What do I need to start off? Well, with first, if I'm a first off, what doll would you throw them to? If they were just literally, if somebody came to you, I want to learn how to produce. 
Now, I just my only question would be, what do you want to produce? Do you want to produce for hip hop? Mm-hmm. Do you want to produce more for EDM? What do you want to produce? If it's hip hop, which we're probably talking about, FL. I'm gonna throw them at FL. FL, mm. you can get everything you need for two hundred dollars in FL. Uh, free uh, license updates. So like every time. So for example, with Ableton, if it updates, so let's say you have Ableton 10 right now, and Ableton 11 uh, releases, you have to pay for the upgrade. You don't have to do uh, that I with FL. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. So that's another that's reason. That's, I feel like it, FL is like definitely that's almost a deal friendly. breaker. Yeah. Yeah. That's almost Some a deal people, breaker yeah. for me. I mean, because Logic free updates. You know, it's exactly that shit updates with my Mac. Pro Tools wasn't like that until they got into a subscription model. Damn. Ever since then, you had to pay for each one. Yeah, exactly. But Ableton, you have to like pay. I think the upgrade fee is like two fifty, three hundred. If you have like the highest model, the suite model. Don't quote me, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a price difference, and I feel that FL has enough stock uh, plugins and sounds for you to start off as a producer. So I would personally throw them to FL. Um, well, also FL, um, you know, stock plugins on FL are, are okay. You know, FL keys. Eh. It's but all right. You could start there, but the, I feel like the biggest thing is um, look for the sound you want and just dig in drum kits. Go yeah. online. There's yeah. obviously free drum kits you can get. What is mm-hmm. a drum kit? Um, Talk to the people. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. You can explain um, what a drum kit is. Yeah, drum kit is basically just the sound, like all the drum sounds you're usually using the beat, which is like 808, clap, snare. You might find some loop, some drum loops. Drum loops are very... Hit or miss. They're very hit or miss, but they're very underrated. Because I feel as though sometimes you just can't make that drum pattern on a sequencer. It, it, sometimes it's hard for people to find that rhythm. Exactly. So you just find a drum loop that's on the BPM of your track, mm-hmm. and you can find that rhythm. And then you yeah. build your drums off the drum loop or perk loop or yeah. something. Yeah, and then one thing I realized um, with like when it comes to drum loops, the one way to get really good at melodies is if you're very into drums, get a drum loop and then build a melody around that drum loop. Right. Because that would teach you more about how to make melodies and like what sounds right in sound selection. And it also tells you what type of beat you want to make in the future. Right. Okay. And you find those pockets out of those drum loops. You and know, remember that, you know, drum kits, uh, they're all usually coming from main producers like mm-hmm. Boy Wonder, Kenny Beats, Wonder you know Girl, what I mean? Murder all Beats, them. all Murder them, beats, right? All them. All them. So you can get these online for free. You can uh, go on Splice. I really recommend Splice. Definitely. Pay a subscription. And I feel like subscriptions are really uh, beginner friendly because you don't have to pay so much out it's, of pocket. It's, yeah, it's cheaper. In yeah, the long exactly. Run, you know, but um, um, yeah. So I would personally, if I had to throw a beginner kit to any producer, I'll tell them get FL. I'll tell them interface like we talked about in previous episodes. Solid interface. Some headphones, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and some drum kits probably from Spice. I'll get a, a Spice subscription, like you know, seven bucks a month, eight bucks a month. And yeah. call it a day because all the sounds that you get from Splice, even if you stop your subscription, you still own. And that's a big thing. Listen, you, you want to make a banger? All you need is the Spins 808. All right. That Spins 808. Every 808 is basically a Spins 808. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm telling you. That Spins 808 just kind of hits differently. Hits different, like when bro. you're a producer, I feel like. You just know that that spins eight away is just gonna make that track, you know, it's gonna give it that that 
that push it needs. And it's crazy you say that because I be trying to go through different 808s. I'll be like, oh, this is going to sound this is going to sound crazy. I put it on, I'm like, spins 808. <laughs> yep, yep, you just, it's like you just fall back. You're just like, exactly. why Why am I not just See, going to my Unfortunately roots? for me, I just go to the Boy Wonder drum kit. <laughs> and I that's it. That's all I need. No, this is this this man's a, uh, you know, he's a Drake head. He likes he loves Drake, so he don't even need the 808. It's all kicks. It's all kicks. It's, 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 it's all it's all thumping kicks. That's all he needs. That's my, all you need. My snare pattern would be like boom, 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 boom. That's all he needs. And then a, and then a sample that gets reversed. That's, 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 that's R- all some nineties R and B singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically. Mostly you know what the sample is, bro. It just right. sound hard. Right, right. That's how it be. Right, just some, a hard just some 80s R&B shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, the biggest reason, another reason actually why I recommend FL to a beginning producer is the channel rack. A lot of people, and it's fire. not just production, bro, but a lot of people when they're getting into music, they think they need all this equipment. You know, mm-hmm. you see uh, a main producer, they have an 81 key uh, drawn. I can't even think of the name no, right like now. Like MIDI keyboard. MIDI keyboard, the there we go. 81 yeah. key yeah. MIDI keyboard. They have A lot of producers go through several MIDIs. Right, I they mean, have just to uh, find that one that fits them, you know. They have a huge drum pad, maybe like an Ableton Push Two. Maybe they have like an MPC Studio, like you know. Oh, and and a big thing I feel like that a lot of people might not know is when it comes to MIDI's, like keyboards and drum pads. Yeah, when you're finger drumming, it might be nice to have those samples on the pads. But the way I see it is that the drum pad especially if it's a, a MIDI that has keys and pads, the pads are just a extension of your keyboard. So you can literally drum with your keys or exactly. sample with your keys. It's all like to think of the MIDI, think of the MIDI as a tool to just put your samples in or put your music in, your, your, uh, your sounds in. It's not really with a means re- re- of... With the more realistic touch right 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 yes. it's not really a means of uh something you need because you could you know program sounds into a sampler and then play it on your keyboard on your computer on mm-hmm. your laptop yeah. I, I mean right now i don't have a midi i plan to get one just because you know the feeling of a keyboard is a lot more natural when it comes to you know velocity meaning how hard i'm pushing the keys right right um, right but you really don't need it. You can sample something and just program it, and it's boom. You have it on your keyboard. Exactly. You don't need a MIDI or, or a drum or a drum pad, but it just, you know, it's just something that works better as a tool when it comes to you know the feeling of it when you're finger drumming or sampling and stuff like that. Yeah, I was definitely gonna reach onto the um the MIDI keyboard point. Um, it's crazy. I've had two MIDI keyboards on my producing career. Mm-hmm. I literally only started using my Akai MIDI mm-hmm. for like a year and a half now. Really? Cause yeah, cause it was it was to a point where it's like one, I still didn't know music theory like that, so I wasn't on the, the keys. I was on the keys like that, mm-hmm. and then also the B pad. Hey, Unison MIDI chord pack. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Are they sponsored? Y'all? Sponsor for today? Unison Sponsor? MIDI chord pack. <laughs> Two sponsorships? One one podcast? One episode? <laughs> Bro, I need them to run us that that Unison check. Like, <laughs> honestly, like. Nah, but one thing I I will say, if you really do want a MIDI and you know you don't want to spend that much, uh, what Deej was saying, I have one as well, an Akai MPK Mini. You can go on this thing called OfferUp. It's basically the new Craigslist, uh, but a lot easier and it has a message system. Is that the joints on there? 
<laughs> yeah, but <the> job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nah, but like you go on offer up, bro. You type that in. I got my shit because that that usually runs like what seventy five bucks, a hundred bucks. Like Kai retail. Kai Mini's like a hundred. Yeah, yeah 100. but I went on offer up and I got one used for twenty bucks. And I'm sure, and I'm sure it works. Fine. Uh, yeah, we're same way. Great, yeah. perfect, immaculate, immaculate. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous. I paid mine. I paid a hundred for mine now. <laughs> Stupid. Dummy. I ain't know back then. All I knew back then was Amazon and Sweetwater. All right, Deej. Wow. Next thing I'm gonna ask you. You know, we got the doll now. We got the equipment. We're mm-hmm. making some beats, right? How am I gonna start selling my beats? Where do I go to start selling my beats? Where Where am I gonna go to? Maybe not even start selling beats, but how am I gonna get in network my beats with? Out. Yeah, how am I gonna push how my beats out? My how beats? am I gonna start networking with artists? How am I gonna even make a little bit of money too? Talk to me. All right. So personally, I'm still going through my own plan as well because when because <laughs> what I'm basically doing is um I'm I'm gaining my clientele. So the biggest thing with producers nowadays is a lot of people are like oh. Let me make a YouTube. Let me make a BeatStars. Okay, that's cool. You can make a YouTube and a BeatStars, but one, YouTube is very saturated. Very. So one, you yeah. still need to have yeah, you still need to have a loyal customers and fan base that actually mess with your music or mess with your beats for you to even make a YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's why I waited a while to do it. <clears throat> also, I haven't made a BeatStars yet, but one thing you have to realize with BeatStars is BeatStars is basically you opening your own store. So eventually, using using their website exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay the service to upload beats as well. Right. Unless you want to upload like 10 at a time and mm-hmm. that's not worth it. You might as well pay for the, the monthly subscription but there's no point in paying for that subscription unless you have people that are going to buy your beats. Right. So currently what I do now is I have I say about 10 artists that I usually work with on a daily. I found them through my own music. I basically said listen I make music but I produce as well if you want to hear some stuff here's some snippets for you show them some snippets they like me now I'm getting paid easily. The price the price changes depending on what they want from me exactly, but I usually ranges around twenty five to thirty five for a basic lease. Hmm. And just building that connection and building that reputation as a producer, because now I have other artists hearing like, "Yo, I hear that you produce. I hear you made this beat, that beat." Hmm. And also, one thing I would say, as a producer, don't be afraid to produce free beats for people that you know can either make a hit record or you trust them with your beats. Because the thing you have to realize is it's not about making the money now. It's about making the money in the long run. Facts. So you might want to. So like, so like, so like telling your mans, all right, buy this beat for me for like $75 and it's your beat. Yeah, they might buy it for you because you're mans. But if you're working with an artist or a few artists that you have trust in and they blow up and they bring you up with them then that leads you into major placements. That leads you into other artists knowing about you. Facts. True. And the part that people don't understand is they're very money hungry and they want money now. And you're going to lose money in a business to eventually gain it in the future. Truth. So you got to treat your producing like it's a business. So before you make a B-Stars in YouTube, at least get a few artists that already mess with you locally. Find some local artists that you like and build some reputation with them. <clears throat> now, That's literally why uh, a majority of art uh, producers on YouTube make their beats free. Exactly. Because all of a sudden, a song blows up and it's their beat. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting placements. You know, like, uh, just off the top of my head, um, you know, what's the one guy's name? Uh, Kid Keva. On, or Mike on, Zombie from Or Mike Burrow. Zombie from Mike the Burrow. From he, Burrow. Was putting, he was putting free beats up on YouTube and then boom, like, 
Drake, Drake was on him, exactly. and now he's and now he's producing for uh, Young Ma, mm-hmm. Young Ma, you know, and he's been making consistent beats. And I was about to say, is I would argue that a producer almost has to be more consistent than an artist. Exactly. I was watching the um, the uh, who was it? The Ninth Wonder. Uh, I think it was NPR Music mm-hmm. video on YouTube about how he uh, put together. Duckworth for Kendrick Lamar's uh, Damn Project. Yep. And I love that song. I love that the, that beat. And the way he put that shit together and was talking about it, he literally said that he makes, I think it was, uh, his motto was 30 by Thursday. So he makes 30 beats by Thursday. That's yes. every week. Mm-hmm. That's like, what is that, five beats a day? For three summers? For th- yeah, <laughs> like on some Kanye, on some Kanye shit. Five beats a day for three summers stupid, in his room. Bro. No, but like. I deserve to do these numbers? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious though. Like, producers have to be so consistent exactly. that it's crazy. Like, uh, um, you know, and I think this goes into what producers would call their sound, you know, where. An artist might switch lanes and be influenced by other sounds and make, you know, like Drake makes dance hall and also harder hip hop, whatever. Exactly. But producers, I feel, usually stick to their one sound. Mm-hmm. Like you'll hear a beat and be like, okay, this is a this is a Monte Booker beat. This is a Kenny beat. This is, you know, whatever. Um, not to say that artists can't or producers can't switch lanes every now and then, but... I just feel like that sound, that locking down of a sound, is probably more important to a producer than maybe an artist. I don't know. What's what's your guys' take on that? It's crazy you said that because um, there's this producer from Philly. I can't think of his name right now. I, I, I think I, I think it's like I think it's like um, OTLO or, or it's like you you definitely heard his beats before on YouTube. But he said himself on his own YouTube live that if you want to start your YouTube page of beats. You need to find three to four artists that you generally make tight beats for. Right. So for me right now, I can I feel like I'm very versatile with producing, mm-hmm. but most of my beat tags are now Summer Walker, Bryson, Drake. Ryan Trey, Drake, um, R&B, R and B, hip hop, yeah, exactly. inspired beats. Exactly. That, that's usually like my beat style right Tom now. Tom Valentino type beats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tom Valentino yeah. type beats. Yeah. Love language type beats. Exactly. Love language type beats. Uh, you Valentino know, summertime type beats. Beat. Summertime type beats. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just step in here real quick. Y- y'all, y'all been hearing? Um, I can't think of her name right now. She's she's always popping though. Um, Cass Page. Oh, no, 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 no. The the one the one big female rapper right now. I can't think of her Wait, name. Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly, you gotta give it to her. Whoever's making her beats is mixing like a good EDM. I don't know who's doing it. I know you're talking but about. They're they're really like cracking down on a different kind of style. And I gotta give it. Megan uh, Stallion be killing it. Now that twenty is on the mic, I had to ask him. So we talked about Omnisphere earlier in the podcast, right? Omnisphere is <laughs> a VST. Is the a VST, VST. Is a is the goat plugin. The goat for, VST for a lot of producers. Oh, seriously, <laughs> it has over like what thousand five thousand sounds. Yeah. Now, low sounds. key, Omnisphere is just an, a glorified preset picker. That's that's what it is. But it has a lot of solid sounds that a lot of main producers uh, hit. Yo, on a side note, Deej, I need a Golden Road something. Which flavors? Yeah, I just you got mango. Actually, yeah. give me a mango. 
Yeah, come on. Yeah. How many mangoes yeah. we got in there? This is the this is the alcohol podcast. Yeah, alcohol podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> alcohol podcast. Oh, and perfect. I got, and I gotta open it up in front of the mic. There it is. Yeah, you got all over the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this is gonna be the the sample for the start of a the start of the SOS project. That's, <laughs> yes, the, sir. that's the Valentino beat. SOS. SOS <laughs> hold on. SOS. Hold on. SOS group project. Is that what I heard? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, we ain't ready for all that. Yeah, not before Mukballsy. Not before Mukballsy. Super Saiyan. They don't even know about that. That's all. They don't know yet. They don't even know about that. So what I'm going to say is, FL has a plugin that's like Omnisphere, which is called Sakura. Twenty loves Sakura. Yeah, that mango cart dog. Twenty. Yo, it do hit different. That's what I was trying to tell you, bro. The the mango. It's it, bro. Shout out Golden Road. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm off track again. But this mango cart is hitting a lot more than that pineapple cart. <laughs> I tried to tell you, bro. It is. Pick up that Golden Road Brewing mango cart, mango wheat ale. Pick that shit up. Try it. And it's not just because we're sponsored. I swear to God, mango cart is my favorite beer, actually. I, I love mango cart. But Sakura, which is a plug-in that comes native with FL. So if you buy FL, you get Sakura. I think you have to buy a little bit more, like the $300 model you instead of the 200 buy, Yeah, yeah like the, the, the 300 <laughs> Right, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's really solid. 20 uses this on half of his beats, man. How do you feel about Sakura compared to Omnisphere? Um, honestly underrated. I think if you really just want something, you know, it's only 100 bucks for the, the the VST. So if you're really looking something for a budget and you kind of want a different sound, because obviously everybody's going to Omnisphere. Everybody. Facts. Yeah. I think Very almost true. every producer how many, is how probably many going. Sounds would you say Sakura has? Definitely uh, over five hundred. Definitely over five hundred. Yeah. You definitely got to look through. So, um, it, so you think it's competitive with Omnisphere or not? On on the budget, yes, definitely. Budget. And it has a lot of Japanese like style sounds yeah, too. Yeah, you definitely have so to like look some, through some like Gunna guitar type shit. You definitely yeah, have yeah, to look yeah, through the yeah. haiku. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the haiku, uh, the haiku kit. Definitely have to look through that. Definitely good good amount of plucks. You get a good amount of keys too. Mm-hmm. You get a good mix of everything. And I I will say this like with with a lot of VSTs, the one thing you have to realize is the beauty of them is you'll get sounds and presets. You can mix them the way you want. Yeah, and you, that's, can, you can yeah. alter the sounds to fit what you want. Exactly. exactly. And people don't realize that. That's why they like they get scared when they see cheaper plugins. But if you mix it the right way and you choose like different reverb settings and different delay settings, you get different sounds from it. Another right. alternate, uh, I guess, plugin for Omnisphere that's not Sakura. I'll say Expand Two. Expand Two. I've definitely heard of definitely. Expand Two. Yeah. A lot of a lot of. Smaller producers use expand too. Mm-hmm. For it's, sure, it's solid, and you can get that shit for like ten bucks, bro. I got it for I got it for seventeen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy because, you know, you hear these sounds from Omnisphere and they sound nice, mm-hmm. but you can take the sounds from these cheaper <laughs> VSTs and manipulate them to sound more like an Omnisphere stock sound. And you, you know need to mean? also realize where to buy some of these plugins, right? Right. Like, of course, you can buy them from the actual manufacturer's website right but i got expand to off of pluginboutique.com shout out to pluginboutique.com i got my shit for like eight ten bucks really yeah like cheap as hell Mm -hmm. d's just said he got his shit for like 16 17 was that like same day email delivery yeah Yeah, same it was like email delivery like not even two minutes Mm -hmm. 
I got mine on the expand site because they had that deal. I missed the deal when they had it for like eight, seven dollars. The one you got. Mm. Also, I don't want. Listen, I'm gonna let y'all know. Reddit <laughs> is your best friend. Facts. Truth. So, go facts. on Reddit. Exactly. Go on Reddit, bro. I'll bro, t- I'll I t- go t- on the hot samples Reddit thread every day. Every day you find something crazy <laughs> yeah. on there. Every day. Every day. And the best part about it is a lot of people they're like, okay, I don't want to use samples. I don't like using loops. I want to make my own melodies. They have mm-hmm. one shots, which are basically. They're basically individual sounds that are from all these bigger ones. So like obviously you're you're not getting all the thousand sounds, but getting yeah. one shots from Omnisphere, from Contact, different big VST plugins like that are definitely great if you're on a budget as well. Basically, when you go on Reddit, they'll have these packs that have the one shots from the bigger VSTs, and the one shot will be on usually on the note of C five. Yes. So it'll just start on a C five, just basic root note. And when you sample it, because you're basically sampling the sound, when you sample it, you can set it to your keyboard and play the other notes with that, um, with that root sound. Now, it, it the processing of the sound might not sound as great, but it's definitely a good um, alternative if you don't have like <laughs> how how much is Omnisphere? I mean, if you have like what a thousand dollars, five hundred dollars to spend. On Omnisphere, it's ridiculous. Eight hundred dollars, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, going on Reddit for samples, for sounds, for um, even just inspiration, is is great. And also, I I, I go on Looperman if I want to find Looper loops. Looperman is definitely tough. For I know a lot of a lot of people might be, uh, you know, they might look at Looperman and it, it's. You know, they, they might frown upon Looperman because a lot of people just take the loops and they have the sound and yeah. then they, you know, it, it, it's like they're not doing the, it's almost like cheating. You're not really making the melody, you're not doing the work, blah, 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 this, that, and the third, but a lot of producers take loops. But a lot of producers, a lot of producers <laughs> take loops, bro. Like, I mean, I, I know I said this on the last podcast, yeah. but like. That Jetson made and Pooh Beats video, bro. I'm telling you, go on Genius. Look at the deconstructed. All they did was pull. All they did was pull different loops. a loop, bro. Mm-hmm. It literally was just a loop, and they built yeah. the drums around it. Now the drums <laughs> were hard. You know, mm-hmm. the 808 was dope and shit. But yeah, that's you know, you could literally build a beat off a loop and make a banger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, uh-huh. that's it. I want people to realize, like, yeah, definitely. There's some there's certain times we're like, all right, bro, you literally just added an 808 and a clap and made it your beat, right? But the reason you have to realize why our loops are so great is because if you have an artist at the studio and you're cooking up in front of him, you don't have time to go through chord progressions and go through, okay, I want it to be C major. I want I want you to facts, do facts. I want you to do this and that. Like you don't have time for that. Sometimes you need that loop that the artist hears and like, yo, that's hot. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you cut it up to to the way you want it and you just add your own different flavor to it. Right. That's and listen, like, yeah. if you're a producer, Make beat packs. Definitely. Packs. Packs of beat. Don't just send an artist one beat. Not even two beats. At least three, four, five. Listen, yeah. Five is probably the best number. Definitely. But like you need you need to have those packs of beats that are your strongest or you know, you, the, the beats time. that you like at the time mm-hmm. that you can send out. So, because you know, you never know what an artist wave is, but you're trying to build that clientele, as D said before. So, when you have these beat packs with a, some different beats, or you know, maybe some beats that sound the same to you, um, 
you know, to, to true to your sound, you send those in, in numbers. You know, you want to send those in mass. You know, like, Now, so let's can, recap, right? We got the DAW, FL, the go-to. Right. We have alternative plugins to use. Mm-hmm. We understand how to use YouTube and B-Star, but how to actually market yourself, right? Right. We talked about sending artists multiple beat packs. Mm-hmm. I feel like we hit just about every topic when it comes to a beginner producer. And of course, we're going to have a later episode where you get a little bit more detailed. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about producing all day. All day. Honestly. Now, <laughs> Even switch about to the topic because you know we have to get it off the chest. <laughs> Let's talk about that fashion. <sighs> that drip. The drip plugin, two clicks. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I no, it no, 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 no. Now, he, when we he were to talking talk about the clothes. <laughs> now, when we were talking about like creating your own brand, your own image as an artist, right. fashion was one of the uh, key points that we said. Yeah. How yeah. big is fashion to you guys as artists? Are you actually thinking about your outfits and stuff like that? You already know. My take on fashion. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'll wait till last to really speak on it, but I'll I'll, I'll go first. I'll yes, go you first. Got it, you look, got it, look, look. Uh, when it comes to fashion, uh, I've never been a huge fashion connoisseur. Yeah. You know, like I'm not looking at the walkways in Paris fashion shows. He looking at washy fashion. I'm guy. not. I'm not. He, no, I'm not <laughs> a fashion guy. Like I'm not. I feel like people that are in fashion, they know like what clothes are in what like when clothes drop and in what clothes were in what drops you know what i mean like oh this is for example like oh this is uh louis vuitton summer season 2015 you know what i mean like they know by day by number by clothing brand blah 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 like if i'm looking at a season because i'm really into fashion right um if i'm looking at something let's say like something super generic like supreme right and you see, like, maybe a backpack or something. You're like, oh, okay, that's Supreme Winter 20. Winter 20 as in, like, 2020. The year. The year. Right. Right. Or Winter 19 and stuff like that. Right. Um, That does mean a lot to me personally because it shows how the style is changing a little bit and mm-hmm. what they're trying to incorporate into their brand. <laughs> um, You don't have to be super big into fashion, but as an artist, you probably should be thinking about what you're wearing because it also creates an image, Most right? Definitely. Of course. Like, Travis Scott has, you know, we talked about the Cactus Jack, the the Texas influence, right? But he also has that skater influence and right. the uh, modern artist that uses older equipment style, like right. the flannels, the cargo pants, the SBs, you know, stuff like that. Like, that's a big point. Let, look, tribe. if you're if you're an artist, just think about it. Think, like, think about Trippy Red. Okay, Th- picture Trippy Red in your mind, and if you still don't think image is important, imagine if Trippy Red made songs like Bryson Tiller. It would look weird. It yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> it, yeah, it would look really the, weird. The off the of his image off yeah. of his image. It, it, that's how important image is. That's imagine if Bryson Tiller. Made songs like Little Uzi. When look right. It doesn't work. Bryson Tiller is more, you know, he's not, his fits aren't as exciting. His fits aren't as colorful. Mm-hmm. Little Uzi is colorful. Is uh, Trippy Red is colorful. Rockstar inspired. And uh, as an artist, you got to think about those things. Now, me, I I don't know. I, I kind of just dress how I, I like to dress. You know, like I dress... 
with the clothes that I like, you know, and um, I've never been a, I've never been a huge fashion guy. I mean, when it came, I think the biggest thing for me when it came to fashion, at least back in the day, was uh, shoes. The only thing that I was worried about, you know, back in high school when it came to clothes or any apparel dropping was shoes. It was Jordans, really. That's the only drops when it came to clothes that I was steadily focused on. Makes sense. But, you know. But you can't also focus on just the shoes because the shoes doesn't make the outfit. The outfit makes the outfit. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that was me in high school. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, now. Yeah. But, like, what I'm saying to a lot of artists that are sneakerheads or anything like that, you need to realize that the shoe is just an accent to your uh, outfit. Yeah. I mean, the shoe might might make a fit, but it doesn't. It's not the whole fit. It doesn't always help. It's not the whole fit. Yeah. It's not the whole fit. Now, artists, Washi, 20, Deej, even myself, what are we rocking as of right now, winter 2020? What are we rocking? What am I rocking right now as of like right now? As today? right now, right now? Nah, or like, no, like, like what's been the style recently for you? For me, honestly, <laughs> honestly, like the way I look at my music and my vibe. Don't lie. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. The way I look at my... Yeah, so, uh, Givenchy. No. Uh, stop. Gucci Javon, hat. Stop, stop. First off, it's pronounced Givenchy. Okay, Givenchy. look at this guy. That's how you Givenchy. know he has money, because he can pronounce, the, you can pronounce, he can right. pronounce the brands right. Versace? I, I, can't, I can't even know by that. Versace. Versace? He needed to calm Gucci? down. Come Deej on. He's walked in, right? Oh, my God. We're going to talk about this money man right now. Money man, right? He walked in with a Rolf Lauren. Rolf Lauren jacket. Bubble. That ain't Ralph though. Hard. Listen, with with, with some infrared sixes, bro. Yeah, going clean. crazy. On no listen, creases. Listen, I'm about to explain. The way I dress is I don't. I I obviously love high fashion. I follow a lot of a lot of stuff. But personally, when I rock stuff, I try to find a healthy balance of what's comfortable to me, and what's still noticeable for other people. Mm. Like for example, like I might not wear a crazy brand or like something that's like very like known like an off white or like a Supreme. Like I might not wear those type of brands, but like, like 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 for example, like the jacket that Tyler was talking about. Most people would see it; they wouldn't see it as Ralph Lauren. They would see it and they'd be like, "Oh, it's a, it's a tough jacket." But then they see the brand, like, "Oh, I didn't even know that was the brand." Mm-hmm. Or I'll wear slight stuff that like they had the branding to it, but it's not about the brand to me; it's about how it looks. Except for Facts, twenty, though. Twenty's out here. He's rocking. Any He's rich. Supreme. Yeah, I mean, twenty's twenty is the he hype, hype beast hellhound. He literally right? walked in. Before supreme. the podcast, Supreme. Because he's Supreme. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it wasn't retail. <laughs> now, one thing that Deej is not telling you, uh, and I'm about, to sh- I'm about to expose his style. Oh so if y'all niggas want to be the next Deej, bro, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> wait, if, you want, wait. if you want the neon drip here. If you want the neon, neon Deej drip. drip, I got you. What Deej likes to rock a lot of times, he uh, still likes uh, Jordans. He likes a lot of the sneakerhead influence. Um, he takes a lot of the newer influences of... The ripped jeans, the distress, while also mis- mixing with some of the early 2000s cargos and fitteds. Uh, a lot of things he likes to rock a lot as well is um, 90s rap graphic tees. That's his thing. It, vintage, vintage tees. Vintage tees. Now, not saying that that's it's not... a big not, thing, though. Vintage it, it is a exactly. huge thing right now. So, like, that's something that, like, uh, Deez likes to rock. And then he'll throw on, like, maybe something that's uh, a little bit, I guess, more hot, more uh, flashy. Like he'll throw on like a, a designer piece over that, and he'll call it a day like that, and that is super dope. That's that's that Deej. That's scary how you named my whole fashion jewel berry that I did. <laughs> Chill. You, yeah, you really you really got it locked down, honestly. Um, 
I would kind of say, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm in the same boat as Deej, but like, obviously, um, I'm influenced by trends, you know, I'm, no problem, I mean, I'm influenced by trends, you know, Yeah. I, um, I like the streetwear, the bagginess, and it's crazy, I was literally just talking about this with my, uh, with my family, whereas you saw back in like, what, what was it, 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. where clothes became really tight. Yeah. Skinny jeans. Everything was tight. Shirts, jackets, like mm-hmm. everything was so close knit. But then all of a sudden, you know, Kanye and Travis set the trends for everything being baggy. Even ASAP too. ASAP. Even ASAP. A lot of baggy stuff. Where, where baggy clothes are are back now. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, that was more like a what, like maybe a '90s trend, early yeah. 2000s, where you where yeah. you had the parachute pants, you had mm-hmm. the 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 baggy bomber jackets, you had all this like very roomy kind of outfits. Large white were... tees, exactly. exactly. The mm-hmm. large white tees. Literally, the back in the 2000s, you put on a do rag, a large white tee with a jersey over it, and some baggy You're jeans, tough. some baggy Wranglers. You're tough. And that was a fit. Exactly. People were looking at you like you were Nelly or some shit. You I put think... a bandaid on your cheek. Exactly, bro. I think <laughs> you, that I think, was the fit. Bro. I think the best part about fashion in my opinion is finding stuff that fits like your body type and how you rock stuff because there's certain stuff that like if i was to rock it it would look crazy on me because i'm I'm skinny like i'm I'm tall and skinny it would look look nutty on me yeah i mean at the end of the day be true to yourself yeah you know like wear Mm -hmm. what you like um you know you could always be influenced by fashion but like don't what i would say my advice would be don't be so influenced by another artist or by a celebrity to just like literally go literally go and just buy a bunch of designer clothes just because this other artist is wearing designer clothes exactly not gonna lie some of these artists they don't really dress that well is that weird for me to say no i feel like a lot of i feel like a lot of celebrities not just rap artists but like a lot of celebrities will wear these crazy ass fits, mm-hmm. and I almost feel as if it's not them particularly saying that this is a nice outfit, but them just trying to be so different yeah. in what they're wearing because they're rich. Mm-hmm. Like you look at this isn't even rap, but you look at Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. and the shit that he wears from the car to the locker room, literally a what a five minute walk, and it's some crazy ass fit, but like. He's so he has so much money that I feel like he can just do it. Exactly, yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. Let, let, let's let's take a step and what what about them Adam Sandler outfits though? Stop! <laughs> stop! Stop! All right, Yo, all right. Adam Sandler got drip, bro. Does Hot he? take. Hot take. Adam Sandler got. Not, I saw drip. a few fits. I saw a few fits that he finessed. Adam, Adam Sandler got that you know that baggy shirt. That baggy like vacation shirt dad yeah. look with the slides. His fit y'all don't has know. Not y'all, look, look, look. Y'all don't know about that. He's been, he's y'all been, don't got and one shorts. Okay? That's nasty. <laughs> That's nasty. And one shorts. He got an extra large. I still he's got and one shorts. For real. No cap. Tough. 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 I I do. That's like, what we rocking. No 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 no. I'm not wearing them. I'm not gonna lie. I still have them. I'm not gonna lie. One trend I thought was mad goofy that I got into in the summer was like. The shorter shorts type weave. The chubbies. Yeah, I thought I thought it was mad Listen, goofy when I, was I first out, saw it. I was out in the Midwest with them white boys. I was rocking the chubbies. Uh, we'll see. I was rocking the chubbies, we'll in, the, chubbies in the polo shoes with a polo on. You, you go to a frat, a frat house, everybody's rocking the same fit, you know? <laughs> it's funny because I can imagine all y'all in a frat house just like 
they got the, the same fit. Listen, the polo, the polo shirts, the chubbies on. That's like a summer fit, man. That's, That's a summer cozy, vibe. Man. That's cozy. Man. Uh, now, so we're gonna talk about the hold fits. on, hold on, fit, fit check right now. What are you wearing? What am I wearing? What's on right? your body What's right on my now? Body they don't right got the now. cameras, so they can't see us. You know that. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm not like y'all. Wow, wow. What you name all your jewelry? Chill, 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 That's crazy. This man got a grill on. I don't have. I right, guess he got diamond chain. I, I don't. I don't. A diamond encrusted AP. Niggas is lying. That's ridiculous. Patek. His polo. His polo <laughs> wow, that's gold so crazy. It. All right, I just took it off, but not 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 the chain. 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 No, no, no. Listen, listen. That's so crazy. We're gonna do a a fit check. I was rocking a Levi's black jean jacket. Just took that thing off. Uh, Ralph Lauren polo dad hat, uh, just a normal just gilded T-shirt. Why I rock that? Um, sometimes when I feel like you're rocking something that's a little bit more hype or more that's designer, having normal pieces can really help it calm down. Like not everything has to be designer on your body. So nice little like black hot take. Gilded. You can make a great fit without designer. All from Walmart clothes. You could. Yo, that's facts. That's facts. That's facts. All from Target brand clothes. All from thrifting. All thrift. Oh, okay, yeah, thrift, thrift. If you want to make a nice fit, definitely thrift, because you can find name brands thrifted, exactly. or go to the fucking Marshalls or Ross. Or so shit. Ross be having that stuff. They do be having stuff. They do. Um, I want to say these are Levi jeans. Had them for a little bit. That I just throw on once in the blue, and I got the uh, not fire red. I can't even think the name of these damn shoes right I can't th- now. I can't think of those. Oh Toros? my bad. The no 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 not Toro threes. The All Star threes. All Star threes with the Nike Air on the back because threes are my favorite sneaker of all time. Now when it comes of all time, really? Yeah, really? actually of all time. I don't even know if I could name my favorite sneaker of all time. Nah, it's one hundred percent like it's been maybe my it's a Jordan of all time since I was a little kid. It's my first ever Jordan I've ever had. When I was mm. a kid, were some threes. Threes so, are like, threes are hard. Threes will always be hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. But when it comes to my own style, a lot of things I like to rock is like I've been on the jean jacket wave a lot. Have a lot of different colored jean jackets. Can't go wrong with a jean jacket. Can't go wrong with a jean denim jacket. Denim. I mean, yeah. I've been I've been big on the flannel for years, but the thing is, nah, niggas jacking my flow. Wow. So I can't be rocking the flannels. Yeah, everybody rocks flannels now. I know. That's why I don't rock flannels no more. <laughs> I'm tired of these niggas, bro. I, I love the distress. Jean look. I understand that the the more form fitting jeans are starting to move out, and people are moving over to like a little bit of a baggy style. We were just talking yeah. about that too. Yep. yep. So, like, baggy is back. Yeah, baggy is back. Baggy is back. back That's the crazy thing about fashion, though. Is uh, well, let me do my fit check before I get back into. I'm rocking a fit check. Orioles, Nike athletic shirt, hard. Some Willow and Co. Target brand sweat shorts. <laughs> And some uh, Stranger Things X Nike Hawkins High School Cortezes. Now I've been really getting into Nike Cortezes. I don't know what it is, but uh, back in high school I used to rock almost all high top shoes, like basketball shoes. But nowadays I'm really moving more towards low tops. That LA influence the Cortezes. Oh yeah, I you mean know? it's crazy because they, you know, you're supposed to wear Cortezes with long socks, but. I just hate wearing long socks for some reason. I hate yeah, wearing high socks. I just I, I, like I, I love three fourths maybe. Three fourths aren't bad, bad, but I just love the no shows. I just love he went straight to the kneecap. I just love no shows. I don't know what it is, but yeah, Cortezes have been like my go-to shoe now, and on my wish list for, I would say shoes. I was gonna say clothes in general, but my wish list for shoes right now, I want to cop 
some um the uh AI Reebok question lows. Those are so hard. I want to get the original Jones. Lows. Yeah, the really? lows though. I want the lows. I want to get the original Jones, but what what inspired like me, what inspired me to get them was because uh Ice Cream Billionaire Boys Club just did a collab with the uh question lows and I low key want to cop them. You should. They're, they're like kinda they're yeah, kind of hard. hard. So I might cop them. If not, I'll cop the regular OG AIs, but that's on my wish list. Exactly. And that's my now, fit check. getting deeper into fashion, like you also need to know like your materials. Like there's a reason why Gucci and Louis Vuitton cost the way they This cost. is something that I don't know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not. This is he's nah. the fashion god. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm let you we had a heated debate about materials back at the I, bar. Nick was there. I don't, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know why you had a debate with him, bro. I don't know why you had a debate with him. Cuz he was trying to We get we get we're not going to debate now. I don't know No, his we're take. not going to debate. I know now. his I know his take, you but say he was that now. he was saying he you was saying He was saying that, you know, um Cause I said I saw this V loan shirt that I liked, and he said, "Why the fuck would you buy that?" It's just gilding with the V. Because it's just gilding a gilding shirt, bad material with the V loan shit on it. Not to mention he hates V loan. He just yeah. hate, he just hates the designs of V loan. But this V loan shirt, you know, I liked it, and I told him if I like it, I'm gonna buy it, which is just has always been my mentality. Mm. And um, but he was saying like it's not worth it just because the money. You know, you're spending money on a shirt that you money can buy. Money to quality. Money to quality. Like, but my biggest thing is uh, I just like it, so I'm going to buy it. But at the same time, yeah. I could understand the whole material material thing because imagine I buy this shirt for this much money. Mm-hmm. I wear it for, what, three months, and then it rips. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I I get And that. I understand I your take when it comes to I like it, I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how it should be a lot of times when it comes to fashion. Yeah. Now, when I, come, when I say, like, material and stuff like that, right, like... Obviously, V loan is overpriced. You know, very. You know, Yeezy is I could, overpriced. I could agree with that. Yeah. yeah, because of the material. Gucci is not as overpriced as you think because of the type of cotton they use. They use Pima cotton. That's the highest quality of cotton. Last to make years. like a Pima cotton shirt, already costs about eighty bucks. Really? Yes. Yeah, eighty bucks. Like making making denim out of Pima cotton and shit like that is like two hundred dollars. That's the reason why Gucci and all that shit costs so, so much. much. Mm-hmm. But like, if I but I'm sure it didn't start that way. No, it probably didn't start built, like that way. You know, they built up to that uh, to that level. Yeah, to that level. You know. Now, one thing I can say is like a lot of other brands, like you know, like uh, God, what was that shit we saw? V-Lone, V-Lone like Yeezy. Off-line. They're going off of name, literally, name and brand. using cheaper quality, but still trying to charge like around the same price. Because at the end, at the end of the day, they're trying to make a profit. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. I, I I can't knock them for it, mm-hmm. but me knowing my materials, I can't get down with that. I feel that. I will say this: like I do love I do love Vlone. Like, I love the designs personally because I'm very like I like a lot of basic stuff. To me, like I, I like stuff yeah. that I like stuff that captures your eye, but it's nothing too crazy. I can understand. So that. like so like seeing that V, you know, to some people's like ours is a V. It's kind of a staple to me at this point. So seeing like Vlone and stuff like that, like even Supreme, I like seeing that. I would say if you if you're really looking to cop that, either get it. I, w- I would say either get it retail, or just find it on Grailed for a good um Grailed. for for a good price. See now the craziest thing to me, when it comes to this fashion stuff, is, you know, you like we said can buy what you like, but, but we're we're obviously, um, influenced by by people. 
by celebrities exactly. mostly because it, it's it's look at look at what Chance the Rapper did for Champion. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, you wear Champion shorts, you, you were getting at. fucking clowned. That if you weren't rocking Nike or Adidas or some shit, you know, Champion was was something you went to Walmart and bought for like ten dollars. Exactly. You could buy a Champion sweatsuit for twenty bucks back in the day, and then all of a sudden. You see Chance the Rapper. Wasn't it Chance? I think that blew it up. It or, was him or, and a few other people. I maybe saw a few other champion. people. Um, but I think I think the one that I saw was really Chance the Rapper. You see Chance the Rapper and the other people rocking Champion. And then all of a sudden, Champion becomes more of a higher-end brand. I, I won't say it's high-end, but like you know, you're, you're buying Champion now at... at uh, at your your uh, typical mall stores like Zoomies, PacSun, and fucking Hot Topic and exactly. shit. Um, it's it was it's just crazy to see how Champion has evolved from that. And uh, I'm not 100, percent but I think Champion used to be like that back in the day. I think Champion yeah. was a little in the 90s. In the 90s, the 90s was really a little big. more uh, you know respected. It was a little more it was was rocked more like Fila. Fila also made that comeback. Um, but it's just it's just weird how a celebrity like one person or one or two people can push that fashion trend so far mm-hmm. like how something can go from being clowned to being something that you buy and everyone's like yo that's so sick that's hot like like imagine like like what's something that's clowned right now clown right the now fubu 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 yeah yeah imagine if Drake started rocking some FUBU shoes. I'm sure I, I some niggas would start yeah, buying see, some FUBU shoes. I would be one of those niggas. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, say, yeah. That's I'm what like, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I am niggas. Like, <laughs> I don't think I would, but like, maybe if he did a collab or something. Well, I, I, I can but like, but like, it's just crazy how, how, and that goes back to the image, how you want your image to be, especially if you're an artist, you want your image to reflect the the artist that you like you yep. know what i mean so like uh like j cole he did that collab with with puma and you know i don't buy a lot of puma shoes i have like may- maybe one pair of pumas the but like those dreamers yeah, yeah like i low-key wanted to get those dreamers i didn't get them but i mean they sold out yeah they but it's just out. it's just crazy how you know these celebrities can push fashion mm-hmm. you know so far and that i mean the biggest example of that is definitely kanye west because people were buying ripped white tees from Kanye West because, you know, he said he made them. Like, that is the craziest thing to me. Kanye West had people out here looking like homeless, homeless, you know, baggy. All for style. You know, neutral colored bums, you know? But it's, but it, but it's, that's really the best way to explain it. Like a a cult. But yeah, but like people loved it. Mm -hmm. And, and it's crazy because, (laughs) <laughs> and it's crazy because I just I just I don't know for me I couldn't get behind that I loved the Yeezys I loved the Red Octobers when he first came oh out my with God, those and cool. um and uh you know Yeezy shoes now are, are pretty clean you know yeah. I, I don't have a pair but they're, you know maybe mad, maybe maybe bro. I'd get one maybe maybe I'd, I'd rock Yeezys you're so comfortable but it's just crazy nice. how far you know f- these celebrities can take fashion I mean it's just it's wild you could literally if you're that high level of celebrity you could wear anything <laughs> facts but like overall just rock what you uh like truth uh, yeah rock if you have like. a little bit of inspiration 
take a little bit from that inspiration and run with it and find out what you can create out of that inspiration. Yeah. But you go know, thrifting. Experiment. Yo, I go Wear. thrifting all the time, bro. You may all of my pieces that I get complimented the most are from the thrift. That's yeah. Tough. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Like, I love your jacket. I'm like, two thrift. bucks, goodwill. Two we, bucks. You be goodwill. finding your thrift stuff on a low. Like low. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, bro. Fun fun little interactive thing. Alright, take a shoe. Take any shoe style. We're talking Vans, Timberlands, whatever you think. Pick that shoe. Now give it a genre of music. Oh, what, wow. what what would you put that to? Like if you think of Vans, you think of rock, or you, when you think of Timberlands, are you thinking R and B? I'm thinking Timberlands is New York drill. Yeah, like yeah, New York I'm thinking drill. like I'm thinking like some Fabio, some some like a a pop smoke type bro, shit. Tim Tim's is New York beats, all the way, dog. I, I could definitely see that as like all drill beats. But Vans, that I don't know, skateboard, alt rock, maybe, yeah, alternative, <laughs> dress shoes, R and B. Yeah, yo. Dress shoes? Yeah. Dress I, I, I see, see dress shoes being r and I, I see, like, dad hats. Cause of for Bryson. Arm, with for the Bryson. Hats, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. What other shoes? Like, like um, Jordans is probably just, like, basic hip-hop, right? Yeah, Jordans be, like, basic all, rap. All, all hip-hop artists love Jordans. Yeah. Yep. Um, overall, solid talk today, guys. Really enjoyed it. You know, yeah. we, we were yeah. able to discuss some of the beginnings when it comes to a producer and the production, right? Mm-hmm. We're able to talk a little bit about our fashion interests. I thought this was a really solid uh, podcast. Thank you f- to both of our guests for showing out. Hell yeah. As you already know, um, it's the host with the most, Tyler Valentino, a.k.a. Juice Yagami, a.k.a. Chip Skylark, a.k.a. the real Michael Lowry himself. Yep, and I'm your co-host. And just, you know, closing statement. As a producer, do what you like. Facts. As you step into fashion or whatever it is, dress how you like. Facts. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Facts. You can listen to us and, you know, take our advice, whatever. Talk to these niggas. But, like, just do, just do what the fuck you want. I'm not going to influence you. Just do what the fuck you want, bro. Talk to it's these niggas. God. But you know who it is. It's Joshy. It's Washi. Yep. Uh-huh. It's SOS Sound Radio. Facts. The Hangout. Mm-hmm. And I am the Mr. Lone Mountain Ranger. And uh, should our guests say goodbye? Definitely. Yeah. They should definitely yeah. say goodbye. Come 20. on. Listen, Deej. Deej. it's a pleasure to be on the show. I'm definitely going to be on here in the future. Yes, sir. Don't yeah. know when, but Deej in the not even a guest. He low-key a host. So I don't know why. He I just listen. haven't been on. He just haven't yeah, been yeah, on. Listen, l- listen, listen. You know school got me wrapped up. But I'm going to be back. And the bitches. School-ass nigga. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> and about. And the bitches. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm focused on the school and the music. That's all that matters right now. Stupid, <laughs> but nah, thank you for having me on here. It's your boy DJ K Neon, DJ K Mr. Neon. I'll be back, don't worry. And of course, I always appreciate you coming here. Uh, Tyler, I've known him since high school. Josh, we go way the fuck back. We got plenty of stories that are bound to come. <laughs> Let him know. But it's your we boy Nick, aka like that, 20. Let him know. We out this bitch. And yeah. we out sos podcast you already know the hangout thank you guys so much for listening if y'all listen all the way to this point y'all real one you're a real one you a real one you a real one and we out peace